let's be real. Lawsuits are no fun, but with Paulson and Nace, at least they are a little easier. With two DC-born partners, Paulson and Nace will fight for you the way only a Washingtonian could. Paulson and Nace handles medical malpractice, wrongful death, and other complex injury cases involving negligence. So if you have been hurt or lost a loved one because of someone else's mistake or negligence, call Paulson and Nace for a no-obligation consultation. Visit www.paulsonandnace.com or call 202-463-1999. Here's what DC is talking about. DC's mosquitoes are about to be back. And after a warm winter, this year could be especially bad. Reporter Jacob Benston, who covers the environment for WAMU, is here to talk about these confounding Washington swamp creatures and share some secrets on how to beat them. Today is Thursday, April 13th. I'm Michael Schaefer, and this is CityCast DC. Jacob Benson, thank you for being here. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. So it's April, and um, that means, amazingly, mosquito season is almost upon us. In my household, this is like a particularly loaded thing, because if there is a mosquito like in the mid-Atlantic anywhere, it will bite me. Um, but it will completely shun my wife, which means that outdoor life is much trickier for me in mosquito season than for her. Yeah, I saw my, I think I got my first mosquito bite today. I was sitting out on the porch. It was so nice this morning and I saw a little one flying around. So it's a, it's a early mosquito season already upon us. So we're in early, mid-April. Is it breeding season already? Yeah, I mean, it depends on, there's a bunch of different mosquito species in the United States. And so some of them sort of are more adapted to warmer climates and some are colder climates. Some of them kind of go dormant during the winter. Some of them die off, but their eggs may survive. So I think it depends on the species. But yeah, when it's been, you know, I think it was the third warmest January on record in D.C. this winter. And then April, obviously, it's, you know, had some days where it's in the mid 80s in the early April. That's not normal. So this is <laughs> the temperatures that bring on mosquito season for sure. So where do they breed? Anywhere there's water or standing water. And, you know, a lot of people might think, oh, well, I don't have a pond. I don't have a pool. I don't have a marsh on my property. Speak but, for um, yourself, dude. Yeah, I'm looking out at my marsh. But uh, so, so it doesn't take very much standing water. You know, it takes uh, just like a bottle cap full of water. And a mosquito can lay like 100 eggs at a time. So if you kind of multiply little bits of standing water times that many mosquitoes, it can add up to a kind of uncomfortable situation. Like those old, like 19th century descriptions of DC always referred to it as a malarial city. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's sort of swampy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And malaria was a big problem, you know, for the district. So are there predictions about this year's mosquito season? We had a warm winter, like you said, it's got hot early. Are we in for it? I mean, I think so. I think it's it's uh, going to be a long mosquito season, uh, especially if this kind of warm weather sticks around this spring. 
And it could be a bad mosquito season in terms of, you know, some of the species that are adapted to warmer weather are going to have more of their eggs will have survived over the winter. So I think it's not necessarily looking like a good good news for this uh, mosquito season. All right. I don't like this at all. I'm sorry. Uh, and um, what can I or other people do to prevent mosquitoes from laying eggs near their homes or near people's homes that are in mosquito flying distance from my house. Yeah, I mean, the first thing everyone should do, no matter what, is just get rid of any kind of standing water that you have on your property or near your property. So it can be, actually, Montgomery County has a really great checklist that I was looking at of kind of all the things you should look at, like, you know, tarps, children's toys, gutters, drains. There's a bunch of things that you wouldn't maybe think of. So look for all of those and get the water out of them or make sure that they can't you know, fill up with water because it can just be sort of a temporary situation where there's water there for a little bit and then dries up. That's actually perfect for a lot of mosquitoes. So wait, does the guy <clears throat> with the house that has like the, you know, the clogged gutter and so there's mm -hmm. some standing water there, is that person's house literally going to be more mosquito ridden than the house four doors up where they have actually cleared the gutters? I don't know exactly. How it sort of works best if everyone does it right. If everyone is, if the whole neighborhood is kind of doing it. I do think though that mosquitoes, you know, have sort of a, a limited range that they're going to be flying in. So if your house is particularly infested with standing water, I think you are going to have more mosquitoes than the house a couple doors down. So, but the other thing I, I've tried this this season, and I've heard a bunch of people tell me that this works really well, and I've I've been thinking about it for a while. So finally I decided to do it. And it is to sort of create a mosquito trap where you're basically, you know, creating the perfect breeding environment for mosquitoes on purpose. And then you're putting a bacteria in there that is going to eat the mosquito larvae after they lay their eggs. And so the idea is to sort of, you know, not use toxic chemicals on your yard, but instead use this, uh, this sort of normal, naturally occurring bacteria to try to kill the larvae before the mosquitoes hatch and start making you crazy. Is there like a bacteria wholesaler I can get this at? Where, 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 where do I go? <laughs> go, to, go to your local hardware store. Yeah, it's a product called the Mosquito Dunk, and they usually are kind of shaped like a donut. And, you know, you just drop them in water and they have a sort of a slow release that over the course of a month or so, they'll dissolve and release the bacteria and the toxins that the bacteria naturally create that will kill the larvae of the mosquito. And it doesn't... And the the part that's really great for the environment is it's not killing other pollinators. It's not killing your bumblebees and it's not killing your ladybugs and your butterflies. It's not killing all the other insects that, you know, are actually really good for the environment. It's just killing the mosquitoes that are laying their eggs in that trap. It's time to get dressed up, DC. So Others Might Eat is having its Young Professionals Network Spring Soiree that's to help raise funds for homelessness in DC. The gala is on the evening of May 17th at the National Museum of Women in the Arts. There will be live music from DJ Heat from the Washington Wizards, photo booths, food, and even a special appearance by a former actor from Pretty Little Liars. Wow. There will also be a canned food drive, so be sure to bring a few cans to support Sum's Food Pantry. Grab tickets before they're gone at sum.org slash spring soiree. That's S-O-M-E dot O-R-G slash spring soiree. See you there.
When was the last time you went to the theater? Well, we have a new show for you to check out. The Gala Theater in Columbia Heights is showing the political musical comedy Museum in the Closet, Avida's Return, which follows Argentine icon Eva Perón to the afterlife as her preserved corpse ignites political scandals, clandestine affairs, and mysterious murders. The show is full of samba, reggae, and tango that will have you tapping your feet nonstop. The show is in Spanish with English surtitles and will run from May 9th through June 9th. Get your tickets now at galatheater.org or call 202-234-7174. Wait, so if I do this, if I like make a trap and there's all kinds of other regular standing water around because people are slobs and don't clean up after themselves and so on, will the like spiked standing water be like more attractive to mosquitoes than than other standing water? Yeah, I mean, that, the idea is that you create such a disgusting habitat that's just so perfect for mosquitoes that they will, you know, be attracted to that. It'll sort of outcompete your neighbor's clogged gutter, for example, or, you know, the empty tire that's sitting in your backyard. This trap will be sort of more enticing to them. So, so how big is, is a trap? Yeah. So you can, I mean, you can kind of use your imagination, do it however you want. But what I did, and this is based on uh, guidance from Doug Tallamy, who's a really well-known author, who's written a lot about the relationship between what we do in human, you know, landscaping and gardening and how that affects the natural world. And anyway, he... Uh, Mosquitoes hate that guy. <laughs> no, they do. So what I did is I, I, I got some five-gallon buckets online and I got some, a package of like straw, you know, used for guinea pigs or whatever. And you put straw in the bucket, just a few handfuls of straw, you fill it up halfway and then put like kind of a cover on it that has holes in it. And then, you know, that stuff kind of ferments and gets really disgusting in there. I checked it this morning because it's, you know, it's been warm out and it's just bubbling and oozy and disgusting. And it's like, a perfect place for mosquitoes to lay their eggs. So that's how I did it. And it, I'm <laughs> crossing my fingers. I do see some like insects flying around it. I think it's, I think that suggests that they're attracted to it, but I will, uh, you'll have to check, check back in a few <laughs> weeks and see if it's, see how well it's working. Right, so what's amazing is like on the DC government's various websites, there are a ton of resources about mosquitoes there. So I guess they know their constituents well. What is the city's guidance on how to get rid of mosquitoes? A lot of the focus is going to be on getting rid of the standing water. And that's kind of, I think, the the best guidance. I don't think anyone's necessarily officially suggesting these mosquito traps yet. But I think, you know, a lot of people are tempted to have a mosquito control company come and spray. And, you know, you may or may not have good results from that. But the problem with that often is that then you're focusing on killing the adult mosquitoes, which sounds good, except that you know, then the eggs hatch and there's thousands and thousands more mosquitoes. So, you know, just targeting the adults is kind of a losing enterprise. But from an environmental perspective, you know, you're just killing so many other insects that are not biting you and that in fact are like a really important part of the food web and that, you know, all the birds you want in, your, in the environment are depending on and bats and, you know, all the everything else. So wait, if I call like a mosquito abatement company, are they typically going to be using pesticides? Yeah, they'll typically use a chemical called a pyrethroid, which is, you know, comes from originally a chemical that chrysanthemums create naturally, but this is sort of a man-made version of that. And yeah, it kills sort of a wide spectrum of insects. So it's, I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. It doesn't necessarily hurt people, but it's not good for insects. 
All right, so you are on record in this conversation as being a pro uh, ladybug and bumblebee uh, and bird. But, you know, mosquitoes got to have their defenders some, somewhere. You're an environment reporter. What role do they play in our urban ecosystem? Do we need them? Are there critters they get rid of that, that will thrive in a mosquito-free environment? <laughs> I, that's a that's an excellent question. I mean, like, yeah, like any other creature, they do have a role in the ecosystem and they're a great source of food for, you know, for bats and for, for birds and other insects. So, yes, they are part of the ecosystem, but they're also, they really are a nuisance. You mentioned malaria. I mean, throughout history, they've been a, a spreader of disease. And a few years ago, we we're talking about Zika. West Nile virus has been in the district for 20 years spread by mosquitoes. So they are like a public health issue for humans. And they are in it, most of the, a lot of the mosquitoes we have are invasive species. So it's not like, it's not like we're killing off something that, you know, has been a native part of the environment for a long time. They're kind of a, they, they're kind of a pest, you know? So I, I don't think people should feel bad about killing mosquitoes. You know, the Norway rats that are so common in DC are part of our ecosystem now, but kind of maybe shouldn't be. Jacob, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. That was the best. Yeah, well, I hope people try some of these uh, methods of, of getting rid of mosquitoes. I've heard from a number of people who said they're going to, you know, try this out at home. So I hope I hope it works for people. All right, well, invite me to your barbecue this summer. I might actually survive it. Okay, I hope so. And before you go, here is some quick news. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser has accepted an invitation to testify in front of the House Oversight Committee. It's going to happen on May 16th, but she is bringing two friends. She wrote that since the committee wants to discuss crime, she's going to be joined by MPD Chief Robert Conti and City Administrator Kevin Donahue. We are going to be covering that story, so email us your questions. We're at dc at citycast.fm. Meanwhile, Juul, the e-cigarette company, will pay D.C. $15.2 million in a lawsuit settlement over the company's marketing tactics. D.C. and a number of other states accused Juul of marketing to kids, misrepresenting how much nicotine was in their products, and lying about their efforts to fight youth smoking in the city. And today's hotly awaited D.C. life hack is... We have such great native flowering trees like all over the city. I love the red buds that are out right now. Dogwoods are about to open up if they haven't already. The magnolias that were a few weeks ago. Service berries that are coming in a few weeks. Like we just have this, all these great flowering trees in the city that are not swarming with tourists. And you can find them all over in your neighborhoods and you can find them in you know Rock Creek Park, which is always exciting to come across one. So that would be my tip. That's all for today here on CityCast DC. If you enjoyed the show, why not buzz like a mosquito over to someone else and tell them about it? And subscribe to our newsletter for more mosquito-killing tips. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. Bye.